Okay, this is part two, or second and final part, about Machai Lilashvach and Simon Tzadivov, the beginning of Simon Tzadivov. Um, <coughs> so we've spoken about um, all kinds of cases with Machai Lilashvach, where uh, a double Harav draws Tom out of a Kli that's Eni Ben and even though it's Eni Ben the Tom gets uh, made positive again, to the point that it can make the, the, the double Harav Asr. So, Machai Lilashvach. All the cases that we spoke about, were cases like that where it was a Eina Binyam Kli and now the double harv is in Machai Lilashvach. But that Eina Binyam Kli is one type of nice time of Gam, but there's also one, there's another type of nice time of Gam, and that is when there's a food, a kosher food, a kosher food, not a bleed, a food that can't affect another food because it's nice time of Gam. Well, for example, I'm making up a case. Let's say we say that meat that's that mixed into coffee makes a negative taste in the coffee. I have no idea. We'll just pretend that that's what it is. So then, if treif meat would fall into a cup of coffee, then once we pull the meat out, the coffee would be mutter. Even though it has a blea of meat in it, the meat is lafkam in, in our case, the meat is lafkam into coffee, and therefore it can't make the coffee treif. So as long as we get the piece of meat out, we could drink we could drink the coffee, we don't have to worry about bleas. So would Mikhail Yishvach work in that kind of a case also? Can it take the blea, which is uh, the, the, the time that's coming out, which is lafkam, and make it better, make it positive, that it should make the, the food also, even though if it would have been into a not davacharif, it would have not been. Would it work in that kind of case? So, turns out uh, <coughs> that Tosis says that um, this case is mamish talked about in the Gemara, according to Tosis. Now, it's not the Gemara we're used to. The Gemara we know in Avodah Zarah about Machayla, Lushvachet, and Daflam, and Tesem, and about Chiltis. Tosis says, if you look on Tosis in the Samach Tesamanal, says that the Gemara actually talks about this case. The Gemara talks about if you have a rodent, an Akbar, um, if you have an Akbar and it fell into vinegar, the Gemara says, the Gemara has a question, does that make the vinegar usher or does it not make it usher? So Tosis learns that the Gemara is assuming that uh, an the the time of an Akbar into vinegar, the time of an Akbar into other foods is Lafkam. That was a question in the Gemara earlier, but it's making an assumption that it's nice time Lafkam. So why should it maybe also, what would be also about it? If it's nice time Lafkam, it should be Mutter. The reason is because, since it's since it's only to vinegar, and vinegar is Harv, so it's Mukhaila Lashvach. And it takes the, 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 the time Lafkam that would have come out of this Akbar, and it makes it Lashvach, now that it's going into a double Harv. Now let's go into uh, <coughs> into the Avacharv. Okay, so now the, the Gemara has to decide that it, it is that, that that's I just explained the reason the way Tais explains what the reason is why it should be why the vinegar should be usher. The reason why it should be mutter is is not the opposite. The reason why usher is a different reason why. It's not because we think it's not mechayel lishvach. According to Tais, both Stalin and the Gemara assume that mechayel lishvach works even if it's a food, just like it works for any minyamer from a cleave. That kind of that it works here also. Now, what Tosa says fits very well with how we explained last time. We explained last time from Iran and Mishkan Yaakov. How does Machayel Yishvach work? What is, what is that? What is the mechanics of how it works? And we said that the way it works is, is that anything that's Kharif inherently has a has a something negative about it. There's, there's an automatic negativity, which is the, the Kharifas of it, the sharpness, the acerbic nature of this food. Is, is something that's not so desirable. You know, there are other parts that aren't good. Overall, it's a good food, but there's a little bit 
you know, the sharpness takes a little bit away from it. So by mixing in some food, if any, any other food basically that you mix into it, that's not hard for itself, any other food that you mix into it will mellow that and make it um, take away from that sh- the, the, the strength of that harifas. And that's overall, that's positive. So the, the thing that's being mixed in, the ain't the name of time, the next time, the thing, a time that would theoretically be next time of time, here serves a positive purpose. So its overall uh, role is l'shvach and cause, cause something positive. Now that line of reason, which said from a and Mishkan Yaakov, maybe the Chazanish and the Ramam, um, that that <coughs> that that logic for how it works works just as good if it's coming out of a of a Achbar as if it's coming from any Binyamra. The point is it doesn't make a difference what the what the <coughs> what the trade food what it the ble it doesn't mean it's a blea or it's a blea coming out of an actual food. The point is in fact it's giving in, in a certain sense it's giving a negative taste. But the fact that this is a double harv, um, then the negative taste ha- serves a role and overall is good and that's considered Mahailishah. So according to Tosis, <coughs> we're good. We understand that according to Tosis, it's, it's, it's seemingly it's a deterioration according to Tosis, that Mechayel Eshvach works for um, food that are less time of come, just like for please that are less time of come. And uh, it fits well with the logic that we explained for how less time of come works less time. However, that's what Tosis says. But Rashi has a different shot in the Gemara. That according to Rashi, the Gemara has nothing to do at all with well, it doesn't have anything to do with whether you say Mechayel Eshach, nothing to do at all. And the Chassam Soifer says that the reason why um, Rashi doesn't hold, <coughs> why Rashi doesn't hold in Tosis is exactly for this point. Because Rashi says it's not possible that Mechayel Eshach should work for actual foods. It only works for Bliyas. There's no such thing as Mechayel Eshach for actual food. So that can't possibly be in the Gemara. So Rashi has to say a different shot. Whatever Rashi tries, not relevant does. Rashi has to say a whole different shot in the Gemara. Because um, to him it was partial that Mechayel Eshach only works for bleas that are that are nice time of God, but not for foods that are nice time of God. Now, there's uh, a number of other <coughs> excuse me, who are not talking about Rashi Tosis, but they also to them they say it's also obvious that Machayel Lishrach does not apply to actual foods. And it starts that this that these Achronim start from Tarashatos, that's Ramah, who talks about um, the Taz brings in Narsimen, uh, that that the that the the Ramah says like this. If a person cut a radish, um, you know, double harf, and he found that when he was cutting it, there was a worm in the radish also. Okay? So, that the worm's strafe, of course. So, he has to clean off his knife. Has, I'm sorry, he has to clean off the, the radish, the place where he was cutting it, because there might be the end um, left of a worm on that spot. So, okay, that, that's not so important to us. But the doesn't have to be worried about bleas of the worm going into the radish, even though it was, it was, it was cut and it was a double harf, because it's nice time of come. He doesn't worry about it because it's nice time of come. So the Mechaziakov on the spot says, um, wait a second, but we have a, it's a double harf. A double harf is a Mechayel Lilishach. He says, that shows you that the Ramah needs to say is that Mechayel Lilishach doesn't work for actual foods that are nice time of come. In other words, for please and nice time of come. And he says, and the Mechaziakov says, and go look at the Gemara in Abu Dazara, in Nachsam Tess, and you'll see that it says like that also. And the Primagodim, Explains what I just said. He, he doesn't say that it's only if you cheat this Rashi. They, for some reason, they're not mentioning that Tosis says not like that. But the way you read according to Rashi, you see in that Gemara that Nesam of Kam wasn't, I'm sorry, Mechayel Shach wasn't, wasn't on the radar as a reason. Okay, now, then on the Mechaziakov, in, in the back of the regular Mechaziakovs, there's Ha'aras from Kivaker. Well, not, not very many, but one of the Ha'aras is on this. And he says, Go look, go look at the Chuba and Shev Yaakov, um, Simulam Gimel. 
Okay? Uh, <coughs> excuse me. And he says, and in Shev Yaakov, he's not talking about this kind of a question. Um, he's not talking about um, our, exactly our din. But he says to him, it's Pashit that Mikhail and Yishvach only works for Bliyas and does not work for Bliyas that are, that are in a Benyamin, but it does not work for, for actual Ben. Okay? Um, <coughs> now, the, the, some of these Akhran that I just mentioned, and Mikhail Yaakov and Prima Gagan and Chassam Sefer, give words that give that a little bit of a hint a little bit of a hint as to why they think Machai, what should be the difference? Why should Machai and Yishvach only work for Blias and not for uh, if it comes from actual Achbar or in this case a worm or something like that? They, they have hints to it. Um, but the Shavyakov explains to me, explains it the most clearly. Um, I think that they all mean the same thing. They, they all use similar little words that hint at when they say they're the way they think the din is. They use words that give hint like this. So um, the, the Shev Yaakov is more of an explanation. I'm going to explain the Shev Yaakov using my own phrases. I believe this is what he means. He doesn't use exactly the words I'm going to use, but give or take, this is what I think he's saying. And in fact, what I think everyone is saying. He says, when, when <coughs> Tom becomes Eina Binyan, so let's say um, trade food was, was uh, a knife was used for, on trade food. Excuse me, so there's a blee of trade food in the knife. Um, a blee of trade food in the knife. And now if it sits there, it becomes Neslam of God. We say it's 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 in the and it becomes Neslam of God. So the, what what's going on really is is that the taste of the treif meat is still Lishvach. It still would give a positive taste into other foods. But on top of that, there's a layer added onto it of of the of the metal, of the of the being inside the cleat or something about it, that uh, there's a layer on top of it that says that causes the overall taste to be negative. That is to say, there's a base of the of the taste which is which would be the shvach. It would be positive. It's a nice piece of meat. It should taste good. But something's been added on top of it. It's been it's been covered. It's been layered with something else that makes it have a negative taste. Now we saw way back when when we first started learning about double harf some time ago, um, we saw that a double harf has this property that it draws time out of places that regular things can't go. Remember all the other din of, of Davah Harav, all the other properties that there are about Davah Harav, about working for a cliche, and they work, um, it, that, it, it gets past not far not, and it does, it works even when there's no heat. We saw that all the things about, except for this, all the other details of uh, Davah Harav are that they draw time in ways that regular, otherwise wouldn't get out. They get deeper in and more complete time that otherwise wouldn't come out. So what he's saying is, is that over here, there's good time in the cleat. The good time is just covered over. It has this layer on top of it of uh, pagam that came from sitting there for 24 hours. So the double harav is able to touch in and tap into the actual time. It gets to the real time, deeper in, and then pull that out. So the way the, way the, the double harav is Mikhail Elishvach is by drawing us out of the real time without the coatings that are on top of it that are ruining it. Just the actual time itself, and that time, that time itself was, of course, a shah. That time was, was a nice piece of meat. There's nothing, nothing bad about it at all. And, and it's, it managed to tap into that without the layer that's on top of it. Now, if, if that's the way Mikhail Elishvach works, then that only makes sense when we're talking about something that the inherent time that's in there is good. It's just been covered with something that's no good. That's fine for a believer that became in the Binyamin. But what happens if we have something that's discussing like the worm that the, that the Ramah spoke about? 
But what happens if we have something that's spoiled? That was the case of the Shev Yaakov. His case was something that's spoiled. So then the thing itself is rotten. The thing itself has a negative taste. Either the worm, because worms don't taste good, or because the food that's spoiled, the whole food has now become ruined. The whole food has become um, something that has a negative taste. It doesn't have to lay on top of it. It in itself is, has a negative taste. So the Dabu Kharf can't do anything. The Dabu Kharf, what's it going to go? It's going to dig in and what? There's no real time in there. The time of the worm or the time of the spoiled food is just as disgusting as everything else. There's nothing better and worse. It's not like a, a, a layers of different things. And therefore, there's no way for it, for, um, for it to be Mechayel HaShach. It couldn't possibly be. There's, not, there's no way for Mechayel HaShach to work on a food that inherently has a, has a negative taste then. Okay? Just, just as an aside, just, just as an aside, according to, if that, according to this Hezbar, which again, I think that the others, the... the, the the Mithrizak of says, what about the opposite? What happens if we know um, 
somebody used a knife, uh, a regular knife, to cut something called harf, um, but the knife is in the binyamin, so we say the food is trafe, because um, we have to assume that one time in the past, the guy must have used that knife for something trafe, uh, in which it had a belief of something trafe, and so even though it's in the binyamin, we say mechali the shach, even though it's not chiltis, so then it's trafe. Okay, so we have two opposite extremes. We have one case where we have, we assume the guy used this knife only for kosher. We have one case where we assume the guy oh, probably once used it for trade. Okay, it's a regular knife. He probably used it for trade. See? So what happens if, what happens if we have, we're not sure. Okay, we're not sure whether they use, they have kalim yuchadim, they have special kalim, we'll use a regular knife. Okay? So we're not sure what happens if we're in the middle here. We don't know, is this a regular knife or this will these people have kalim yuchadim? So, the answer to this comes from the Ramot in Halacha Aleph, in Tzadibah Halacha Aleph, who says, seemingly, it can be Mekel. And the, the Shach explains that um, we have a rule that Stam Ken So that means that any time this Shaila that we're dealing with is a Shaila of just a Machayla, the Shach. Okay, there's no, it's not a question that it's been, we assume it's ain't a Binyamin. Now, there are Rishonim who say that Machayla, the Shach, is only issue for a Chiltus, uh, maybe Chiltus and Tznoim. So, so we have essentially a spexeka suffix if the knife was ever used for treif, because maybe this is an act that they're using kelim yuchadim, and suffix if um, even if it's if it if it was used for treif, well it's ain't ben yaima. So it's a suffix whether maybe chayil or shach doesn't apply to things that are not chultus, and therefore we could be make So it's basically a spexeka. Okay. So now we just heard an explanation for what happens when you're misupping. If it's kelim yuchadim, will they use a regular knife? Then we say. Based on the Sveksaika, we say Safik. Ramah says if it's Safik, then it's Mutter. Okay, well, we have a question on that. The Mechaber says that if you have lemon juice or salted fish, and the, the, the going deliver them in bulk, okay, big barrels full of them, lots and lots of, of pieces, um, you'll have to eat them. So, of course, what's the, what's the Khshash? The Khshash says maybe they cut those lemons or they slice the fish with a trace knife and they're in Mechaber Lishrach. That, that's, the, that's the thing to be concerned about over here. That's the potential. Um, <coughs> thing to be concerned about. So the Rambam says that it's mutter. The Rambam says, why is it mutter? He says the reason why it's mutter is because since they're coming in bulk, you're getting a lot of lemon juice, or you know, a barrel full of lemon juice, or of cut up fish, salted fish, which is double harf. So, so therefore, even if there are some that were cut, even though they were all cut with, a, even if they were cut with a trafe knife, there are only a few of them that, that would actually be trafe. There's only that much bleed to go around. So the trafe ones are bottled in the kosher ones, and that's where you want to eat them. So the question is, wait a second. It's a suffix. We don't know if they use kelmi chadim or if they use um, uh, knives that we use for other things beforehand. So it's a suffix. So didn't I just tell you that the, that the Ramah says that when you masupit, whether it's kelmi chadim or not, then you're allowed to use them. You say sveksekum, and you're allowed to use it. You're allowed to eat it. So why did Ramah have to say over here that it's mutter because of bittel? Because it's, 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 even if they're shaved, they're going to be bottle. Why didn't he say that? He said halach alf. That there's a sveksekum you could be mekel. So why, <coughs> so why over here? Here we're, not, we're here. We're in halacha vav and hey, sorry, halacha dalid. So why are we here? Did he forget about this this suffix that you have to be make So the shach answers this question. The shach answers this question, and the shach says that the difference is because the ramah's only make The case where the ramah was make on halacha alaf without suffix was a case where um, it was cooking with radishes. Um, that the question was how did they cut the radishes off the ground, um, and he says in that case it's a reasonable possibility that they use a shovel, a marva chatzina. 
meaning that they get them out of the ground with something that would never be used for treif. It's a shovel. The shovel is just digging food out of the, you know, uh, root vegetables out of the ground or whatever, and digging up in your backyard. They would never be used for treif. So that's the case when the Ramos say that there's a real suffix that maybe they use kalim that are miyuchad. And that's a, a, a good chance. It's a good chance that they just dig it out with a, with a, with a shovel, which, and, and, and it's just kalim miyuchadim. That's the case where we let it make a sexakim. But if you have um, something that was cut with a wreck with a knife, that, so then you say, come on, the, the knife once must have been used for trade. I mean, you know, the guy has just a knife, he must use it once for trade. Um, and if you had even one time that he used it for trade, you know, uh, six weeks ago, that would have been enough to cause him a high little shvach. So therefore, the chance that this is a cave, that this is a dedicated knife is so small that basically, for these purposes, that's not enough to make it a suffix. So the only time we make it about a suffix, only case where I must say that suffix is mutter, is <coughs> when there's a, a good, a reasonable suffix. It's, it's a nice chance that they use a mar of It's a case with a good chance that they dug it up with something that taki is killing. We call them. That's when we have a suffix. But but when we basically assume the guy used a regular knife. Then possibly maybe they use kill mechazim. That's not enough. That's not enough for us to be makele based on that. Okay. So now let's see if we could apply these rules that we just heard to some cases. So let's say we get something from a industrial factory. Um, I don't know. We get cut up lemons or ground spices or some other double harf that was you know processed and, and ground or cut etc. Like that. So in that case, there's a very good possibility that they use kalim miyuchadim, that they use kalim, the, the, the equipment that they use is only used for kosher food, I and mean, that's pretty typical, that, that, that there is a chance, it's possible that they use the machinery to cut up, you know, uh, trafe meat, and maybe, you know, in ways that would make the, the grinders and the cutters and the nice trafe, it's possible, um, but in this case, it's very much like the, the radish case I just mentioned. There's a very good chance that it's marva chatzina, that they're using kalims that are, it's a very good chance that they're using kalims that are um, special for this. So that is enough. That's the case with our boss says is, if it's a suffix, then you can be silent and say, um, and therefore you're allowed to eat the food and eat, and you'd be allowed to eat these spices or other double harv made in the factory. Okay, that's fine for a factory. But what happens if it's a food service? So you in a, in a re- restaurant. You, you go to a you go to a restaurant, uh, or you're sitting in, in a hotel lobby, and they give you a drink or they give you a Pepsi, and has a slice of lemon inside of it. Okay. So the question is, was that lemon? Do we have? What should we think of? That lemon was cut with a knife that had been used for trace beforehand. So over here. Uh, uh, it's possible that it was a marble katina, but the, here the chances are much stronger that it was used in trafe. It, it, it's a trafe restaurant. You know, they, they, there's lots of trafe food around. It's not like a factory that it's really unlikely that they have um, the same equipment used for spices as is for meat. Here it's a very likely possibility. So let, let's, what would the Ramadi make on this case? So, on the one hand, let's look like there's a reason that we should make them. In many restaurants, the fruits and vegetables and things like that are cut in a special area. And as they have kalim yuchadim, that that target is or a case like that. Um, it's not exact. It's not like the ginger case where we we were assuming that they have kalim yuchadim. No, but maybe it's enough like the radish case that it's a reasonable possibility that there's kalim yuchadim. Maybe. And then another thing is that let's say they use a trafe knife. So we we keep saying is that if they ever use a knife for trafe, then we're finished. If you use a knife for trafe, then you're stuck that the, the food is going to be trade forever because of Mechayel Yitzchak. Well, that's forgetting that when we spoke about um, when we talk about Dabu Kharif and Dukhul Vesakina, we found out that um, there's a way to take a knife that's trade and get rid of the bleas. So the, the, the official way, if you open up your Shulchan is to do Ni'itza. Now that's not so likely that anybody did Ni'itza, 
But we also heard <coughs> that if you do, if you wash it with soap and water, um, that's also going to get it clean. Um, and so that's a that is a very real possibility. I don't know if you wash it every time with soap and water. So you, overall with chayshish, but all of a sudden we're only being chayshish for things that happened in the past little bit. You know, they don't. Let's say let's say once a day. Do they wash their knives with soap and water? You know, it doesn't. They don't sit around forever. So in Shochanara's time, a knife that was used for trade two weeks ago, would still have a problem, because the bleeds that are in there are, 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 are but, excuse me, but what we're talking about, bleeds that are, when we're talking about bleeds that are, um, that could be taken care of by washing with soap and water, that all of a sudden we have a very different story. Okay, but on the other hand, go to the other side is, that one of the ways that they're going to wash it with soap and water is by putting it to a dishwasher. Whoa! If we do that, and then not only, we, we might be getting rid of some bleas, that's true, and some residue that's on the surface, but we're ruining it because we're making a trade in the dishwasher. We saw it way back when we talked about dishwashers, in earlier halacha, that that's a way to make it actually trade. Okay, so we have different southern over here. So, but, but, this, but what we're forgetting is, so, so maybe from this side of Suffolk is not going to be enough to make it with the frost. But, you have to remember is, Ramos said, what was Ramos din? What did he say, why you let eat the lemons? He said, you let eat the lemons. He, remember, he had a different reason. It wasn't, in that case, wasn't based on something. He said, it's because <coughs> it's cut, enough pieces are cut at a time, that's going to be bottle machine That's going to be bottle. That is to say is, and that's basically what's going to go on in the restaurant. It could be that they cut one lemon, one slice of lemon to put into your drink. But it's not so likely. Really, what more likely is, they cut up lots of lemons at the beginning of the day to have to put into everybody's drinks. In which case, what the Ramos said is going to apply, which is, the, the, there's only this many slices that could be trafe, uh, and those amount of slices that we have that could be trafe, we'll talk about this in Rich Hashem one day, in Simon Koftes, about Yavish Miyavish, the one that was, the one, the one or the ones that are trafe are going to be bottle in the ones that are not trafe, um, so similarly, that's a reason why um, a person would be allowed to eat this, even if it's double harf, even in like a restaurant type setting. Now, before we wind down on Machayel uh, Shach, I just want to mention it in um, which is uh, sort of an opposite in the way of this din, and that is like this. We, we're talking this whole time about how Dovah Harv has a special ability to take time, which is Eina Binyamin, and make it Lishvach. Okay, so what's going on here is that the Kli is treif, it's been treif for more than 24 hours, but because of the, the kosher food that's here, like the Harv kosher food can do something to make it that the Eina Binyamin goes from being Lishvach, to being it fixes, it makes it at the end, the, the negative trafe becomes a positive trafe and causes the food to be trafe. Now, there's a case where the opposite is true, where we have, we're not, not that we, not, it's not that the kosher harf makes a difference, but it's the trafe that makes a difference. That is to say, is, um, if the town that was below in the Kli was wine or whiskey, then those ca- those time that time does not become effective when it becomes inibinyamri. So even though it's been in the cleave for more than twenty four hours, it remains lishvach. So there, it's not because of the food that it's going into that makes it lishvach, but it's the food the way that what's coming out that's that is lishvach. It will, does never become inibinyamri. So it's like sort of an opposite way that things should not become inibinyamri. In which time we're going to talk about that when we get to, um, hopefully, it's in Gimel, about Eina Binyar. Now, just to end off, um, we've been talking about Tochot uh, Sakin and Mechayel Yisrach quite a number of times. Um, <coughs> and uh, what I want to do now is I want to go through, uh, with your patience, uh, 15 cases that are reasonably common or common questions 
about Tav Kharif, uh, or about not Tav Kharif, about cutting, things like that, cutting knives and Kharif and things like that. Uh, and I'm just going to, each one of them, just give a, a brief a question and answer with a brief explanation, uh, not too much detail. It's all based on things that we've said until now. Um, just sort of, like, sort of like a summary for the past number of times. Okay, when I'm gonna, in, what I'm going to say, I'm gonna, you should assume in all these cases that everything is kosher and parav and ambient unless I tell you otherwise. Okay? No, that's what you should assume. Second, you should assume this. Uh, if I say something is milchigs or fleshigs or treif, that means it's, it's, it's been used that way for, within the past 24 hours, again, unless I tell you otherwise. Okay, and the knives are assumed to have never had any itza or washing with soap and things like that since whenever it is that they became fleshigs or treif or like that. Okay, those are our assumptions. Okay, so first is, I'm going to get, what are some examples of a davacharf? So we have the salted fish, um, they're in alphabetical order, at least on my paper. Garlic, grapefruit, herring, salted herring, horseradish, jalapeno peppers, leeks, lemons, limes, olives, onions, peppercorns, pickles, radishes, salt, scallion, vinegar, and whiskey. Okay, I don't know, that's quite like, I don't know, 15, 20 cases, okay. Now here's, here's a question. If something was not hard, was cut with a flaccid knife, can you eat that food with nuchs? So, like a regular vegetable that was not hard, could you eat it with milchigs? And the answer is yes, you could eat it with milchigs if you clean off the place where it was cut. Okay? Uh, it's ducha the sakina. So this ducha the sakina um, leaves grease on the knife, which transfers onto the food, and you have to cleaning, you have to clean it in order to get that off. And the way you clean it depends on what the food is that you cut, the, the not hard food. So you do hadacha, which is to rinse it off if it's something hard like a carrot. You do gray roots, like a scraping, if it's something soft like, like a cooked potato. You do klipa, which is to cut off a layer, um, <coughs> if it's for a hot food, uh, and it was cut with a knife that was fleshigs, but was in the vineyard from being fleshigs. And you do shifts of gadol, which is if you scrub it under the, under running water, if it's something soft like meat or fish, where gray roy and klipa is not possible. Okay, num- number three. Can I purchase watermelon or carrots from a supermarket, which is not without hashkacha? Um, so those are not, the answer is, those are not harv. Uh, and they may have been cut with a knife that had once been used for shave, but the answer is yes, you're, yes, you're allowed to, um, <coughs> because they, use, they probably use a knife that's kelimichon, that's just fruits and vegetables, in a supermarket, that's common, and even if they didn't, then the ones that are shaved would be bottled, the slices that are shaved would be bottled and ones that are kosher. Okay, number four, can, can you buy raw frozen salmon fillets from, uh, frozen ones, from a store like, I don't know, Sam's Club, that has no ingredients in it, it's just cut up fish, and has no hashkacha. And the answer for that is yes. The salmon is not harv. The And the, the fish, people who cut fish, again, cut hundreds of pieces of fish at a time. Um, so that means is even if one of the pieces is, uh, one of the pieces happened to have been, you know, the knife had been not kosher, had been used as any shape beforehand, even that small possibility that they hadn't cleaned it well beforehand, they hadn't washed it with soap and water, even so it would be bolted to the other pieces. Okay, and, and I use salmon as our example because salmon is a way you could buy a fish without scales on it, so you know you're getting a kosher fish. Uh, as I'm going to say, mention in a second. Okay. Now, what about others? Uh, let's say you want to buy sliced fish, raw fish from a fish store, not kosher fish store. So the first thing, of course, I, the last case I tell you was salmon. So in salmon, you know just by looking at the flesh that's a kosher fish. So the first thing is you're going to have to check that it has scales that you could pull off without ripping the skin. That's first. Just it's a kosher fish. So then, but then we have a problem, because the knife that he's using in a fish store, he might not have cut so many pieces before he cut this. He might have cut treif and then cut this fish right afterwards, and it might be not so many pieces were cut. It's not like when you're buying in Sam's Club, it's coming from a, it's coming from a factory that cut hundreds of pieces at a time. In the fish store, they might cut one fish and then one type of fish and go right to the next kind of fish. So really, 
of course, the best thing is to go to a store with hashtag. If there isn't, then you could ask them to cut the fish with your kosher knife, bring your knife with you, um, and bring your own, you know, tell them to put on a fresh piece of wax paper. That's easiest, because then you have no problems of, of uh, bleed switch, something, uh, of the end switching onto your, onto your fish. Or you could have them watch them, wash the, the knife, their knife with soap and water, and then, of course, put onto a piece of paper. That's also. And the worst choice is, is um, if they won't use your knife or you clean their knife for you, then buy the piece of fish and take it home and do shift shift or remove a kate klipa. Um, that's only bit of it. The, the Ramos says we're not we're not supposed to we're not allowed to um, uh, count on buying something and count on them clip later on because you might forget. But if the evidence or a person is shot talk, then they'd be allowed to do that. Okay. Now mm-hmm. the next case is um, what happens if there's a factory that's meant to uh, they make smoked fish? And by mistake, they, they brine the fish before they smoked it. They brine it, so it's in a salty, in a very salty s- solution, um, in a clay that had been used for tray fish more than 24 hours before him. And, and they brine the kosher fish in that tray tank. So the, in, in that case, is that the, fish would, the kosher fish would not be kosher. And the reason for that is because the salty fish is double harf. So it's Mechayle Lishvach. The, the town that's in, in, the, in the container is Eni Ben but this is Mechayle Lishvach, uh, and therefore it makes the entire kosher fish into a non-kosher fish. Okay. Um, we talked about this, I believe. Uh, a person who has dentures can assume is allowed to eat Charav on Pesach. There are some people who might but not to. They're allowed to eat Charav on Pesach. We assume that the dentures don't have any bleeds in the first place, and therefore... Um, they don't have to worry about the town coming out with the double harp. Some people might, but not to, but most people assume that it's not a problem. Okay. Next, a person took a jar of pickles <coughs> with all the juice. I, I may mention this last time. I think that's why I mentioned it. And he stuck it into, he left it, he put it into a milk container, and he put that in, he left it there for more than 24 hours. So those pickles cannot be used in a fleshic salad. The reason is because the pickles are harv. They are mechayli l'shvach. They draw tam out of the container while the covers it for 24 hours, and they, even though the tam is in the binyanim, it's mechayli l'shvach, and um, therefore it makes the pickles to be fleshigs. Um, if you, um, no, I'm sorry, to be milchigs, and therefore they cannot be put into a fleshig salad. If someone already put them into the fleshig salad, that would be told in the shaila of base we spoke about last time, um, whether it be the ever to be makbut on that in this case because it's milchigs and fleshigs, and it's and it's any binyanim, but they should be on that. Okay, another person. I'm up to my ninth of my 15 cases. He made a Caesar dressing, um, and he put it. He put it into. Uh, he made a Caesar dressing. A, a Caesar dressing is intimate. It's not hard. Uh, I'm sorry. He put it, made a Caesar dressing. And he put it into a flasher container and left there for 24 hours. Can he use that in a Greek salad? Greek salads have cheese on them. So can he put the Caesar dressing onto the Greek salad? And the answer is that since it takes 24 hours for the bleeds to come out. It's Eni Ben and it does not become Fleishings, and therefore he could put it onto his, onto his Greek salad. Now, the, 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 the added detail here is that Caesar salads, Caesar dressings, I'm sorry, have vinegar in them. But the vinegar is just a minor ingredient, in, it's not the main overall taste over here, the way it tastes right, it doesn't overall give a taste that's harv, and therefore, uh, it's n- Caesar dressing is not considered double harv, and therefore it's not machayla l'shach, so by the time the beer comes out, it's in the benyermen, and doesn't affect, uh, doesn't uh, cause it to become fleshings. Okay. How about an onion was cut with a fleshing, with, with a knife, that was in the for using for fleshings. So, you can, that knife, that onion cannot be used 
in a in a soup that has cheese in it because it was machayel shrach. As we've been talking, it's machayel shrach, and it's um, the onion is now flavorless and it cannot be put in, into a soup with cheese in it. Uh, the onion of course is harf. If they already did, that again backs to the child face mayor. Okay, next, a person sliced an onions on a cutting board that was ainu ben from flavorless use. Um, the question is, can you put that onto a pizza? So in this case, the, 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 it's Eina ben and the olives are, I said onion, I meant to say olives. Olives in most cases are considered to be a davacharif. And we saw that the, the din of davacharif applies, and docha and, and the sakina applies even on a cutting board also. It's not just the thing that a slice, the thing that you slice on is also, you could draw time from them also. So Bria comes out of the cutting board into the olives to make them fleshics. The fact that it's any binyarma doesn't make a difference because we say mechayi So those those olives cannot be put onto a pizza. Okay. Uh, now my twelfth one is one I mentioned just a few minutes ago towards the end, which was if you're in a hotel lounge, there's a chafe hotel, and you give you a slice of lemon in your drink, you are allowed to um, drink use that lemon uh, because the the lemon is mechayi is is harv, and it would be mechayi leishvach. But we, we, that's mitigated by the fact that it's a suffolk, that they might have special knives, the knives might have been cleaned with open water, and also likelihood is that they cut so many lemons, or enough lemons, that anyone that would become trafe would be bottled in the ones that are kosher. Okay, now, a person, uh, number 13, okay. Someone made fried eggs with onions in an ene benyamai milkhut pan. Okay, he sat down for breakfast, he put onions and eggs in, in and he made, he fried them. And the spatula that he used was flashings. So what's the din of the pan and the spatula and the eggs? Okay, so the answer is like this. If the eggs were put into the pan before the onion, then everything's fine. Nothing's affected. And the reason for that is because the eggs, if the eggs went in first, then the mixture of eggs and onion is not harf. It's mainly eggs. And therefore it's not harf. So therefore, nothing special happens over here. The, the pan is any binyamai. The the spatula is any binyamai. Nothing affects each other. Everything is kosher, and everybody can go home happily. You can use the pan and the spatula, and the eggs are kosher. You can eat them, no problems. Okay. But the more typical case is not like that. The more typical case is that the onions were fried before the eggs were put in. So then, it depends like this. If the spatula <coughs> was used while the onions were still hard, means to say is, the person was using the spatula before the the onions fried very much, and before the eggs were added. So if the spatula was used with a double harf, then the pan and the spatula have to be kashered, and the eggs are traced. And why is that? That's because the harf onions are machayle l'shvach, the milchig tam in the pan, and the fleshig tam in the spatula. So the onions now become, basically become possible harf. And, and therefore the, 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 the onions are traced, the, the eggs mixed into them become chafe also, and then the tongue goes back into the pan and the spatula, and they also become chafe. What is if you only use the spatula when it was later in the process, when the, either the onions had already become not so hard, or the eggs were mixed in, uh, then the pan and the eggs are milchigs, or the pan started off milchigs, and the, and the eggs are milchigs because they drew out time out of the pan, they became milchig, that's fine, and the spatula but the spatula should be kosher because the spatula now has a belief from those milk eggs and onions, and it should be kosher. The time from the spatula does not affect the eggs and does not affect the pan because it's time is it's in the so uh, and it didn't have contact with the double half. Okay, um, two more. Two more. Um, let's say someone cut onions with a flashic knife <coughs> and then pureed them in a pyre of a food processor. 
Then the food processor was used to prepare other onions, and those onions had been cut with a paraffin knife. Uh, everything was the Enebinyam, and all these things, everything was Enebinyam. So the question is, could you use the second onions with the hooks? Um, so that is, these onions never got cut with a fleshing knife, but they were made in a food processor that had been previously used for onions that were cut with a fleshing knife. So we spoke about it a few times ago. Uh, it's a question that the Magan Abram says you cannot, and many of the disagree and say that you can. And last is, um, a radish was cut with a, a fleshing knife, and you ate them. Okay, so now, do you have to wait six hours before you eat milchings afterwards? And what about the opposite case? Why don't you cut a radish with a milchings knife? Can you eat that right after fleshings? And the answer to that is, is that in both of those cases, um, there's no need to wait six hours. Um, the, 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 night, the, the radish might be milk of fleshings, but in the dinner of waiting for six hours, um, there is no need to wait six hours in either direction. After them, you can eat milk right away, or if you eat milk you can eat the fleshing radish right away also.